Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we're on a road trip. Oh, my God. Um, driving back from dropping off. It's funny how I, I get nervous. I saw the cop and I, I bit my nail and I'm like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? <laughs> um, yeah, we were uh, saying the whole dance thing, girl cop. Um, and you can hear the bass. Yeah. Um, it's clearly not our thing, but if you dance, then I feel that you might enjoy it in a weird way. I, I can imagine you getting into it, but... Clubbing? I don't know. I don't like the sound of EDM at all. Uh, the medium of this? Um, EDM, electric dance oh, music. Okay. Um, but it, you, have you ever gone to a club? No. Oh, that's tough then. Yeah. I don't know if you would enjoy this. The, my f- biggest frustration is that you can't talk. And since I'm more of a talker now, I kind of look forward to just moments when we could just sit back and talk. That's why this drive's gonna be cool. Yeah. White, White here. Cool. See, this is where it tripped me up. Did you notice how it said straight? Yeah. Were you trying to make the two windows yes. symmetrical? Sorry. That's funny. He hates it when I do that. <laughs> it, it's funny because it's so pointless, but I, I'm sure you're the type to also try to get to the next dollar amount when you're pumping gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it matters, even if you're paying for with card, it doesn't matter. But yeah. you want to get to the next. Well, actually, for me, I just want my tank to be full, so whatever it ends up on. But if you're pumping and it clicks, do you ever pull it again? Yes. Yeah. See. Supposedly, a lot of that goes back into the tank. I think Mark said that. So you're kind of just giving money. Oh, okay. And a lot of the times when you're not clicking it all the way, it's just vapor. So they don't have a sensor sometimes and you could sit there with the pump and keep clicking it and the money keeps going up but no gas is coming out. Oh jeez. Well do you use the auto thing where it just stops when it's full? Or do you fuel it yourself? My van rarely ever works and my fit feels like the thing's going to pop out so I usually hold it, lift it and and pump. Oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there, there was one time when I went to a concert uh, taking Back Sunday. Mm-hmm. You've heard them before, right? Yes, I know. Uh, the music really hypes you up, and the part that was really fun, and I can understand the whole hype and, and the, the appeal to all of that. Oh, jeez. I'm going to need to edit those spikes in audio. Um, damn, this feels so weird. Driving? No, just the, that turn, because oh. I don't have any guides. And I started to doubt myself. <coughs> I didn't know if I was on the right turning lane or not. Um, okay, so this... Uh, I don't remember. It, it was one of the biggest songs. <laughs> the cop checking yeah. on that guy. Um, and in this part of the 
song. I guess it was one of their biggest hits. So people were getting really crazy. This is we saw the concert on a Saturday, and Mishi liked the band so much that I went online and I bought it for the Sunday too. Uh -huh. So we go there to see the exact same concert, and it was so much better on the Sunday than the Saturday. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know if it's the whole taking back Sunday because for of that. For their name's sake. Yeah, I don't know. But um, the second time around, the first time, I noticed that they shot the confetti at a certain part in the show. Uh -huh. And it really didn't um, spark as much energy as it did the second time. The second time they did it at the climax of the whole concert, kind of like, okay, this is our last one. Let's let's get loud. Let's get crazy because tomorrow we got to go to boring work. Fuck work. And he said some sort of speech like that. So then when he uh, actually got to that song, he got extra wild. He had the microphone cable, which is like a couple hundred feet. Mm -hmm. So he's in the crowd, crowd surfing as he sings. Then he climbs up one of the balconies. He's hanging upside down from their, their like equipment that's set up. Yeah. And he's singing upside down. And then... <coughs> I should have paused that. Jeez. I hate editing audio. And so he's... Uh, He's singing and he's doing his whole thing and everybody around me is just jumping and throwing their fist in the air and it almost forces you to do what everybody else is doing because if not everybody's jumping and you're not yeah. so you're yeah you're kind of compelled to do it with everyone mm -hmm. and i can understand that appeal like I, I was uncomfortable because i don't do things like that but i can see how that hype of all of us like this one song we're all singing it as loud as we possibly can and the guy that created it is right there with the microphone singing as loud as he can yeah that does sound really cool i still haven't <laughs> been to a concert before but i'm gonna go in a few weeks to my first one okay part of denville's birthday present is a concert of his favorite artist uh -huh. luckily i like it too so it's not gonna be hell for me which but is his hoodie allen he's like a rapper okay but he's interesting like it's not i've never ethnic. heard of him I don't know how to explain it. He's not that popular yet. I, I hope he okay. gets big. I actually like him a lot. But cool. I'll find out what a concert's like for me then. What's the theme he usually sings? Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. If it's hip-hop, I would think it's... If it's not the, the cliché... Um, I guess you could say... Riches and showing stuff off. No, not really. It's more like a unity thing. It, okay. Like we've all had we've all had troubled lives, but here we are now, like that kind of stuff. Okay. And it's really fun stuff too. Cool. So that'll be cool. Yeah, um, I also went to a John Mayer one, and I went to a Mana one. Mm -hmm. Mana's kind of the U2 in Spanish because they've been around for so long and they have so many great hits. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't know. I think that one of the things that kind of helped me kind of break free and and lead to the truth thing the whole pers uh, critical thinking angle was that I never liked music really yeah growing up if you talk to me when I was like 13 actually one of the very first albums I ever bought and it, I bought it because I liked the movie so much was the Back to the Future soundtrack <laughs> apart from that and I'm, I'm sure we can look up when the Back to the Future soundtrack came out versus the Ninja Turtles 3 soundtrack because that was the next CD we ever bought. <laughs> One was V8 uh, um, uh, cassette, um, audio cassette. Uh, that's the Back to the Future one. 
and I listened to that a long time, just over and over and over on my little Walkman. Uh-huh. And then when the Ninja Turtle soundtrack came out, my mom had a stereo. It was when CDs first started, like so. She had this thousand dollar equipment that goes in your living room. It's like a tall ass tower with amplifiers and all these regulators and stuff. And we would listen to the Ninja Turtles, but. If you asked us, name three artists that you like, I couldn't tell you. (laughs) And then when I finally started listening to it, I would only listen to whatever was on the radio. So like Kiss FM and all the Mm -hmm. top 40 stuff uh, was my guidance. I'm the opposite. I always loved music ever since I was little. Okay. Maybe it's because I got into music young, but I was using a Walkman until the CD players came out. out. You know, I always had a complaint with music because... I used to get annoyed when people would repeat things too much. So when it, when it got to the point uh, of me actually getting into music, I, there was very few artists that I could listen to that repeated the same lyrics over and over. Mm-hmm. So the the big thing for me was that it had to have like a decent story where if you got the the lyrics and you wrote them down, you could read them as a poem. Like it didn't matter to. Um, have the the chorus and all the other stuff because there's a story that's so deep and that's kind of what John Mayer I felt had mm-hmm. okay there we go um, yeah just about the music thing that I, I think that oh and here's the interesting thing there's a new um, I came across it as new I don't know how old it is but they found out that when you have music that's more repetitive people tend to like it more so what they did is they had uh, music that was produced by um, I guess people that know what they're doing but in one scenario they would have a repetitive chorus and in the other one they would have nothing that repeats and people rated the one that had repetition way higher than the the one that didn't and what it says is that um, and I think this goes to say for our favorite anything also because they claim that when you're hearing it for the second time, you have a second opportunity to listen to a different instrument. So every time that you listen to it, you you think to yourself, sometimes even subconsciously, I want to hear the drums this time. I want to hear the guitar this time. So each time you're listening to the same repetitive chorus, you're noticing a different detail. And then in the end, it combines into a whole, and that's why you're able to appreciate it more. If, it, if there's so many variations and it, it's nothing um, concrete or repetitive, then you have no chance to stop and really appreciate it, which I hate because I don't like music that repeats itself too much. Yeah. There's a... Yeah, I can see that because some of my favorite songs are Rhapsodies. Okay. Um, there's one by, I think it's Snow Patrol that I've, I've been known to do pretty long rants on. I don't remember the exact song, but in this song, the guy is playing the guitar, and it's just a simple string where he's just going, ding, 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 ding. And I kid you not, it's over a minute of that before the song even starts. There's no <laughs> lyrics or anything at all. It's just ding, 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 for that long. And it's a pretty good song. It's popular on the radio, but on the radio, of course, they cut out that beginning part. Yeah. And um, when I'm hearing it, I'm always complaining about it. I'm like, 
the fuck? Why do they have to uh, loop this? Uh, like, what's the point? Artistically, why would you do that? Why would you waste somebody's time with just the same thing? Um, there was one band that would repeat a lot and that I did like, and I think that was Rage, Rage Against the Machine. Because uh-huh. I liked the messages it had, but a lot of their lyrics were very repeated. And... <clears throat> Apart from all the chorus, but it, I I feel that there's something in it as well that when you're at a supermarket, notice the music. I tend to notice that the music that they play at stores is very repetitive, um, almost to the point where because I'm so annoyed by it, when I'm in a store and I'm hearing the same thing being repeated over and over, I start counting. And okay. a lot of times we're in, we're in the teens and we're still saying the same thing over and over and over and over. Jeez. Yeah, it starts to drive me nuts. But I do think that there is um, something hidden in music that, I don't know, maybe it shapes our mind or it does something because I feel that I'm in a, an advantage but not um, being into it. So I just pause. Um, I was going to say, speaking of driving, what an awesome segue. <laughs> um, I, I heard somewhere, and I, it, it's kind of weird, but I kind of agree with it, that when we're driving, we're doing a lot of our driving with our subconscious. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, it's really easy to get lost in thought, but it doesn't take away from my driving skills. Right. It's kind of scary that we're driving a thing filled with enough gasoline to kill a handful of people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yet, we're driving and texting and talking and doing so many things as we're driving. Yeah. It was a little frustrating to me at first because since I barely started driving this year, I remember like in January, I'd be like driving with my arms really 10 and 2 uh-huh. and I'm focusing and I'm trying so hard and like it takes up so much energy and then now I'm not even paying attention to what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. That actually that happened. It happened to me where I got too distracted, uh, which I've had close calls where I'm looking down, I'm getting something, and then I realize that I'm almost in the other lane. Uh-huh. But this time I actually hit a van. Did I tell you? No, he did not. I was going to work. First of all, my van didn't work on the weekend. I figured it was the starter because it wouldn't start. It turns out it's the battery. So the guy came over Monday in the morning. Um, I'm getting paid for all of it, by the way. Uh So I'm sitting there waiting. We go get a battery, put it in. It works. And then I'm like, okay, time to start my day. I got to hustle because I've wasted some time and I need to service these elevators. So I'm looking down and I had either just plugged in my MP3 or I was about to. And um, I know that an intersection is coming up. So I cross the intersection and I see a van that's parked on my right. Well... In my mind, I realized that I, I tell myself that I had already passed the van, but shortly after, as I'm reaching down to either get my paperwork for what job I'm going to, or the MP3 player that I had just plugged into charge, and I hear a smash, and I'm littered with glass. So my, the whole side of my face, just all this glass just sprinkled and just landed. Okay. Nothing cut me or anything. Uh-huh. But then uh, I'm puzzled. I'm like, I must have hit that van. And I'm like, no. I, the last memory I have was me crossing it, so I clearly didn't hit the bumper. So 
what I feel that I did is I, I passed the back part of the van, uh-huh. but I hit his mirror, which is actually what happened. But my mirror slammed in so hard that it shattered my glass and, and launched it at my face. Wow. So, but here's the thing. <laughs> you could say I learned my lesson, but not really because I, I still do it. I, I'm obviously a lot safer and I, I have that awareness of how uh, big deal. The boss paid for it and everything and I explained to him like, I'm always doing things as I'm in the car. I'm not just driving. Yeah. So that's how I'm efficient. Like, I have my map set up where I can just flip a couple pages and I know where to drive and where to turn around and everything. <clears throat> so, especially for me, it's really difficult to not do other things while I'm driving. Yeah. Um, and also, when you have so much traffic as much as we do, it feels like that's wasted time that you could spend doing other things. Have you driven on a road trip really far, anywhere? I've done a road trip to Canada, but I was 13, so... Okay. GPS single off. There's something, um, we're on our own. Yeah. <laughs> Technology has abandoned us. <laughs> Gabby, this is what it's gonna be like. Are you ready? Yes, let's do this. Zombie apocalypse. Um, there's something nice about being in the car with a bunch of friends and just talking the whole drive and then you just see this there's a thing that I, I've felt and I don't know if I'm going to be able to express it but okay as we're driving now we're, we still got maybe 30 minutes of driving before we get home Yep. every single one of these exits are exits where people are getting off of to get home so every moment that we pass an exit we're passing by somebody's uh, neighborhood when we're sitting in our neighborhood all those cars that are passing by are experiencing that so there's something kind of interesting to like as we look now to us what's off this freeway right now is irrelevant unless you really know the streets and know that there's a, a certain business there or you know yeah see Myrtle is coming up so it's somewhere around that mountain is before yeah okay so there's something kind of interesting and also especially when you stop somewhere to use the bathroom or to eat there's um some weird thing that tells you okay these people live here i'm just traveling through oh shit is he not gonna let me no thanks buddy um, the old spaghetti factory. <clears throat> I've never been there. Um, so it's kind of weird, and it's kind of—is um, it adventurous? Is that what I'm trying to say? I could see that word working. Because as you're getting home, you start to recognize the the freeway exits and and how your neighborhood starts to look. Uh-huh. But it, it's. It's kind of a weird thought to think that the majority of the people that are around you that are not getting ready to exit, to them it's another wall, cement wall at the exit of the freeway. Uh huh. No, yeah, I totally understand that. Okay. I was able to explain myself. Success. <laughs> <laughs> I think we came out here to buy Chopper. Oh. It was in one of these big stores here. Speaking of, how did you buy him? Did you just look up? Yeah. Um, you wanted his breed? Mm-hmm. Mishu was uh, into that breed. 
And she found it on Craigslist, it might have been. Everything's mm. off Craigslist. Yeah, they don't charge to post, right? No. So I think that might be one of the main reasons. I used to be so afraid of Craigslist, I'm not anymore. But that's well, kind of a, it's, it's a funny and uncomfortable thought, though, that the only reason you chose Chopper is because you wanted that breed. That uh-huh. it could have been a totally different dog, but then you can't imagine having any other dog. Right. We kind of get into that whole hippie reincarnation Indian thing. Uh-huh. Also, when we're talking about his personality, because our Dalmatian passed away. <clears throat> so shortly after, we were starting to consider getting a different dog. And you said on hunting? Yes. Yeah. So when we were starting to see his personality develop, it was kind of interesting that a lot of the things that the Dalmatian had, uh, this dog had. Really? That's so it's almost like uh, it's this uh, reincarnation almost. That's, that's cool to <clears throat> I don't know if, if cats have a distinct personality. Well, they much. definitely do. Yeah. I wonder if you would notice that on another pet or in your later in your life if you get a different mm-hmm. one. I think it's up here on our right. Uh, yeah. It's kind of interesting that Sonics, they advertise them everywhere in the valley, but there's hardly any in the valley. I don't think there's a single one in the valley. No, there's not. I've um, looked at it before because my friends wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Something that's kind of um, odd is that they still walk up. They rollerblade up to your car and yeah. take your order and then they rollerblade back and and uh, bring you your food. That's cool. I, there was one that didn't do it. Um, and we went to one on the way to, I think it, it, it might have been TJ. And on that oh, one, that's so cool. they would actually rollerblade up to your table. The table is set up where you're raised from the ground. Uh-huh. So on skates, they're about the right height to walk up to your table or that's, roll up to your table. That's so cool. Well, this reminds me of... So Mel and I went to a drive-in a few months ago. We had to go all the way to the city of industry. Okay. But it was so neat. Yeah? Yeah. Like, you'll, you'll choose a theater. They had four four screens showing two movies. So, like, you'll watch one movie, and as soon as that's done, the other movie will play. Okay. And you tune into a certain radio station, so you hear it through your car. Uh-huh. It was just it was such a cool experience. Cool. Um, I don't know if we should... I don't know if you walk in on this one. Some of them you do, and some you don't. We thought that you all you would walk up on all of them. Uh-huh. And I remember that we walked into the kitchen and all the employees are just staring at us. <laughs> and we're like, um, where do we order? And they're like, oh, you wait in your car. That's where you order. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, we could walk up if you want. Okay. So I'll end this one here and then we'll start, start it again. One. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.